Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast on Thursday, 16th of November. And the foot has come off the gas a little bit today after a 5.2% rally in the ASX 200. We are just pausing for breath. The ASX 200 pretty much unchanged today. The futures this morning were down four. That, of course, came on the back of Wall Street's rather flat but still positive night, has to be said. Dow Jones was up 160 points. NASDAQ and S&P 500 hardly did anything, though. But we are perhaps taking a breather after that 99-point rise yesterday, 1.42%. The NASDAQ is now up 12.5% from the bottom. And the big game at the moment is guessing whether this is a rally in a downtrend or indeed a material pivot point in the market. I have to say, from the coincident movements in the currency markets and the bond markets, you have to believe that this has a very good chance of being a material pivot point. But of course, anything can happen. Bond yields overnight were up nine basis points, which rather kills the momentum after 18 and 20 basis point drops in the US bond yields 10 year and two year after the CPI number a couple of days ago. And our bond yields are up five points, five basis points this morning. So it's all just slowing down a little bit. It was happening all a little bit fast, of course. So just taking a pause. Also, the US dollar was up a little bit, which, of course, has killed currency, uh, killed commodity prices just a little bit. You had the gold price coming off the top and the oil price after some inventory numbers in the US are coming off the top. So the energy sector, a bit at the back of the pack, but also resources today. Yesterday, they flew along. Fortescue Metals was up 3.5%, a new 52-week high. That came on the back of Chinese moves to support the property market. They've issued a trillion yuan funding program. That's about 137 billion US dollars to help or to provide cheap funding for urban property. Sort of helpful. Anyway, on the back of that and on the back of a good industrial profits number, sorry, industrial output number from China yesterday, the iron ore Price got itself over $130. That's the first time since March. And I've got a chart of BHP against the iron ore price in my section today. You'll see the correlation of BHP with the iron ore price, which of course is well understood and obvious. And you'll see that at the moment the iron ore price is going up and so comfortable with the repurchase of BHP in the BHP one stock portfolio a couple of weeks ago. That all seems to be behaving itself. BHP today. Day, not looking quite so flash, has to be said, down half a percent. In fact, there's not really a lot happening, it has to be said, today. One of the stocks on the move, I haven't written about it, but one of the stocks on the move today is Seek. It was up 6% yesterday, up 3.5% today. That does seem to be resurrecting itself after the AGM yesterday. Macquarie had thought that they were going to downgrade earnings. They had a profits downgrade back in August. Share price fallen 23%. Macquarie thought thought they were going to downgrade again, but instead they kept guidance and the share price having a bit of a resurrection. I have spoken to the Seek Investor Relations guy yesterday. He tells me that although it doesn't reflect fundamentals, carsalesrealestate.com and Seek all tend to move pretty much together. You would describe them as the online classified sector. And he also points out that they have an unavoidable correlation 
option with the NASDAQ. And that sometimes REA looks expensive and Seek looks cheap or car sales looks cheap and REA looks expensive. Anyway, at the moment, compared to the others, Seek looks cheap and consequently having a bit of a rally. Unfortunately, it doesn't quite drop into either a growth or an income portfolio. The PE is too high, but the ROE is only about 10% and the yield is only about 2.8%. So can't really suggest you buy Seek at the moment. It's already had a fairly remarkable 10% rally in a very short period of time. So, But good to understand the stock a little bit and understand the investor relations guy's admission that fundamentals aside, Seek car sales and REA can't help but correlate themselves with big tech in the US. ANZ's ex-dividend today, by the way, when you see it down 2.8%. It's only 56% frank, this dividend, 94 cent dividend. Share price has fallen 68 cents today. Now, today, I have put up the performance of the strategy portfolio again. This thing is up 26.3% since the 1st of January. The ASX 200 over the same period is up 1%. It is quite remarkable. Obviously, I can blow our trumpet here. We've done remarkably well this year in the strategy portfolio. We caught that early trade in FANG, if you remember, and we're having another go at that at the moment in the ideas portfolio. But we caught that fabulous trade in FANG and HNDQ, the NASDAQ ETF, when big tech took off on the AI enthusiasm. And then we sat for 120 days in cash whilst the market drifted away. And then we've got back into the market just as the market's taken off again in the last two weeks post that Fed meeting net net result for a few basic decisions. We've got a 26.3% return whilst the market's done absolutely nothing. I'm wondering whether I should go on a roadshow saying you can time the market. And I'm wondering whether I should shut down every other part of the newsletter except for the strategy portfolio and become Mr. Timing, Padley Pivot Point, as somebody calls me, and see if I can just make a living out of making a few decisions a year in this strategy portfolio. Anyway, you get the rest of the newsletter for free. We have been getting it right so far. I am reluctant to pump our tires up too much because as everybody knows, when you find yourself standing at the desk punching the air in delight, it means one thing. It means you're going to get hit with a baseball bat from behind. So I'm I'm wondering when that's going to happen. But for the moment, this portfolio is low volatility. All the ETFs we use are low volatility, representing as they do indexes of 500 or 200 stocks, or in the case of the NASDAQ 3000. They're all low volatility. It's a low activity portfolio. You only have to make a few decisions a year. But if you can get it right, it obviously works and you can time the market. And the portfolio, we've made 4.5% in two weeks since we bought back in. Some people would be happy with 5 or 6% per annum, quite honestly. So timing the market does work. And I have, interestingly, today put in, I don't like to mix the SMAs, which is our real money, our real funds, which are run by, since August 2021, run by Will Riggle from Rolton, which is owned by Climb, who licenses. us. But Will has been doing a fabulous job since he took over. Have a look in my section for the performance of our SMAs. But when you look at the strategy portfolio compared to the SMAs, compared to any other fund benchmark to the ASX 200 or the All all Ordinaries, you'll see the strategy 
strategy portfolio has been able to outperform because it doesn't have the compliance structure that all fund managers, including us, have around our real money. The pressures on real fund managers are that they need to do things predictably, slowly, in a process, and they need to be benchmark aware. You could not do this strategy portfolio stuff if you were worrying about tracking error compared to your benchmark. And you could certainly never cash up in a real money fund because it's just not customary to do so. And your responsible entity, in our case, the responsible entity for our funds is Premium Platform, which hosts our funds. They are the responsible entity and they quite rightly would have a conniption if we cashed out 100% and cashed back in again all in one day. So consequently, the Marcus State SMA performances, and they are in the newsletter today, are much more in line with their benchmarks because it's a real-world compliance environment. But the good news, of course, is that you as members have no such compliance requirements, no responsible entity to keep you in line, no asset consultants who want to see you create outperformance without any risk at all, otherwise they won't recommend or approve your fund, and you have no tracking error pestering you every day. You can do what you like, which of course is brilliant. All you need to do is subscribe to the Marcus Today newsletter and follow the strategy portfolio. Right, I can feel that baseball bat around the back of my head somewhere. The ideas portfolio also also doing rather well. I'd better duck, I'm going to get hit by another baseball bat. Uh, The Ideas Portfolio doing rather well as well. The Elnas, which is perhaps the most volatile holding we have, the Elnas purchase up 18.6% as of last night. It's off a touch this morning. Tempted to take profits. Don't ever let me stop you taking profits. Everyone has their own risk appetite and yours may be a little bit more nervous than ours, in which case take your 18%. But we are still holding everything at the moment. We currently have the FANG ETF up 9%, 9%, the NASDAQ ETF up 8%, the long NASDAQ geared ETF up 18%, the S&P 500 ETF up 6%, the REIT ETF up 10%, the GPT holding up 11%, Domain Holdings up 6%, CBA up 4%, Qantas up 8.5%, and Telstra down 0.8%. Telstra disappointing a little bit after an investor day this week. Saw the share price come off a couple of percent. Still think it's probably somewhere near the bottom of its regular trading range and a buy for income quality stock. So the ideas portfolio going along nicely and at this point not selling anything yet. Hopefully this is just the pause that refreshes. It's certainly not doing us much damage at the moment. Otherwise some quick stuff. We've got jobs numbers today at 11.30. Not sure that's going to move the RBA much. We've got AGMs from Northern Star, Mineral Resources, IGO, Hub and REA. ANZ as I said has gone ex-dividend. So has Orica today. Karoon have made a big acquisition. We hold it in the small caps portfolio. It was down 10% yesterday, wiping out all the gains we've recently made. They are doing a big capital raising and placing as I speak in a trading halt. Grain Corp up 4.5% on results today. A2 Milk up 1.5%, despite warning about the Chinese infant formula market being in a steep decline. Sonic Healthcare down 3.7%, making an acquisition and Australian agricultural company down 1.1% after reporting a $105 million loss. That'll probably do you for today. I've ended up as a news reporter. No end of day podcast today. You have a fabulous day. I will be back tomorrow.
Yeah.